Welcome to the Bookkeepers. I'm Coco. And Katie. On tonight's episode, we are going to talk about books that we read that we want to read again. Yes, this list actually took me like no time. I feel like I'm constantly like, I have these on the ready anytime I'm like, uh, I don't know what I'm going to read. I'm like, mm, maybe I'll pick for my reread pile. As a, If you've listened to our previous episode of Books on our TBR, you know that we have a problem. But there are some books that are just worth a second read through. Well, yeah, because sometimes we like, you know, we do it too fast. <laughs> we inhale and sometimes we need to savor. <laughs> yes, I don't. I didn't. I mean, like I read it and I comprehended it all. But like, I didn't really read it. Mm-hmm. Some of mine too on my list are books that I remember loving very passionately and it's been several years since I've read it and I'm like do I still love it as much as I remember loving it and so I kind of want to go back well mine aren't that old so (laughs) mine are all semi-new ones that I feel like I've inhaled and need to go back and savor them such as which, which is one of your books Katie um, I'll go first with Fable by Adrian Young, which mm-hmm. actually, uh, namesake too, I should have probably just put them both in there because it's a duology and I'm going to re- read them both. That's so funny. I because think... I read namesake on ebook and it was just, I remember like just being sad that I didn't have the book in my hand. <laughs> yeah. That's one of those books like I sat down with and I just look up and I'm like 150 pages deep. <laughs> yes, you're like, wait, when did the sun go down? <laughs> exactly. It's just it's just one of those you just it's immersive. You just get literally sucked into that world flawlessly. Yeah, yeah. You come out of the bedroom and people are like, oh, she's alive. Yeah, that one. It's, you still have trouble slowing yourself down with it, I think. Oh, I didn't. I couldn't. I tried. I tried. But I was like, okay, so FYI, something about me is I don't read until 2 a.m. It's not something that I do. Like, you may catch me at like 6 a.m. reading, but like, I'm not up till 2 a.m. reading. And then I text you and I'm like, I'm still reading. And you're like, do you know what time it is? I'm like, this is like eight hours past your bedtime, Katie. What is happening <laughs> Like, I'm up. This is when I'm reading. I usually do this by myself. What are you doing here? I'm like, I can't put this book down. Like, I'm pretty sure I fell asleep with that book on my chest. Like, I don't know who I am when I read this book. <laughs> so great. That's a that's a good sign. Okay. Yeah, I could see that one. Um, my The first one on my list is City of Brass by S.A. Chakraborty. I'm probably messing up the name, but it's book one of the Devabod trilogy. And I... This is on my TBR. The covers of these books are so gorgeous. I just like envision them every time I talk about it. But I read the first book like when it came out and I didn't realize at the time that it was going to be part of a series because sometimes I... If I can chill, I like to wait until they're all out so that I can read them all consecutively. Um, So I finished. Which is like the goal for anybody. 
Yes. And I, I finished that one and I just can like still vividly remember like how I felt as I finished that book and like, oh, this is so good. But it has a very intricate cast system that like mm-hmm. you have to spend the time to like fully comprehend because it is so like embedded in the plot of the book that like you got to pay attention. So it's one of those two where like I feel again like I was like oh, I'll have to wait a year for the next book and then maybe a year for the third book and like I didn't want to forget all those little pieces that would make the story that much more impactful if I remembered it you know yeah so now you're saying that you need to reread the first one so then you can move on to second and third exactly because they're all out now so it's like well, ready for me great we'll do that I'm here for it it was so good so good um, the next one for me is The Gracier by Kim Lidget. Oh. And let's, I just don't think that this book gets enough hype. Definitely does not. No. Like, anytime, like, I just, I don't think there's enough people talking about this book. Like, if you've never heard of The Gracier, you should go look it up. It's The Handmaid's Tale meets uh, freaking The Hunger Games. I don't know. It's just, like, savage and like feministic and just I was crying at the end like crying this is crazy too like I remember this is this book came out October of 2019 and I remember because uh 2019 was when I first really started using NetGalley and this was a book where I had read the description and was like, this sounds amazing. But like the cover art of it was just like, not my jam. I was like, I don't know. Should I read this one? Should I not? So like, I put a request in and I got approved. And then it like sat on my like NetGalley shelf for like three months. Because again, I was judging it by its cover. And then I fi- finally started it. And when I finished it, I, f- I remember vividly, I finished it in June. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to wait until October to talk about this with anybody <laughs> what is happening Ain't nobody else gonna be able to talk about these spoilers with me like it was probably like the first book where I was like biting like at the edge to for release day and like not even just release day but I was just like finally yelling on the mountaintop oh you people go buy this book so I can talk about it because I need to talk about it yeah, we might have to have a podcast episode just about this book once would, we reread it. Yeah, let's to talk do that. About it because it is a fantastic story from start to finish. And it's a single book. It's a standalone. Like, you get everything cleaned up and you just, you enjoy the whole book. It is a wild ride. We'll just tell you that. It's a wild, it's a wild ride. It's the like a quick little premise of the book is girls have magic. Their magic is bad. The men don't like the magic. And whenever they're 16, their magic is at its peak. So they send them off into some creepy woods and like let them go for a year to like get rid of their magic. And when they get back, they get married. Um, But no one talks about what happens during this year that they're gone. All you know is some girls die. Some girls come back and they send like fingers or injuries like you don't know what goes down but like some like sketchy stuff goes down you don't even know what where they go what happens like you're just like they come back and they're just like 
different and changed and everybody's like well it looks like they lost their magic <laughs> and it's so cool because like i think a lot of times like the premise of the book you're like oh i wish we'd have spent more times like in the grace year like experiencing it but you do like you like that's that's how the book starts is her going into her grace year and like you experience her grace year with her entirely so it's wild wild it's wild highly recommend it i'm gonna reread it within this year oh yeah okay i'm gonna read that one with you for sure um the next book on mine is a very interesting and like random book it's called the red tent by anita diamond and you gave me this book Yes, I gave this one to you. So this is interesting because I've mentioned before that I hate like religious fiction. Um, Mm -hmm. But this book is like kind of like a retelling off a biblical story. Um, I don't know like how people would feel about it if they're like really weird about retellings of biblical stories. (laughs) But... (laughs) But like... I'm here for it. It's about Dina and Dina is one of the daughters of Jacob from your Christian Bible. And she has like a very tragic, but very short story in the Bible. Um, and so this whole book is about Dina and about the relationships and the culture and it just captures the scenery perfectly. I discovered it on like a like one of the book lists about like feminist books you should read and this was like when I was going through like my college college like coming of age like discovering myself as a woman and like you know like it has themes of menstruation in it too but like in a very like beautiful ritualistic way um and I just heard that it was like interesting right I just heard it was like you know, one of the best feministic reads that you should check out. And I'm telling you, it had me gripped. It like had me wanting to participate in like some of these rituals. Like it just shook me to my core. And like, I can even remember the bookstore I got that I bought this book at because I found it in a used bookstore in Chicago when we were on vacation. Uh, my you can remember books. where you bought all your books like don't play like you know where you got them all only some oh no only no. only the best ones like I remember like finding it and thinking oh yeah I read this on that list and then like I immediately took it back to the hotel and started reading and was like oh my gosh and I remember recommending it to you and you're like it's based off of a book in the bible (laughs) I don't know and that's why like you haven't bought it so I was like here I bought it for you like every time I find (laughs) this book at like a used bookstore like I always get an extra copy and I always gift it to people buying it and sending it to people (laughs) yes like I think I have a cop I think I have an extra copy right now (laughs) like no lie who wants it (laughs) message us somebody's getting a copy of this book um so yeah I want to read that one again I'll read it with you whenever you finally decide to read it I'll be there okay I shall let you know um so my next one is um, actually a graphic novel Ooh. and it's pumpkin heads by rainbow rowell oh my gosh I have to read that book every October like I love this story it's so easy breezy fun 
like it can hit like a wide range audience like mm. you don't have to i think it's initially meant for middle grade i don't even know but yeah i mean it's appropriate for middle grade it's appropriate for ya i'm an adult i love it my kids I read it i love this book i think it's it's so fantastic i it gives me all the feels Yes. And it's just like fall vibes. Like you're just like ready for like pumpkin spice latte season. You should read this graphic novel. Yes. Like get me a flannel. Get me some overalls. I need a straw hat. I need pumpkin pie. And I need to walk in a corn maze. Oh my gosh. Like I would visit. Like can we recreate the pumpkin patch? Like the whole thing? Yes. (sighs) We shall do this. They also, like, have a little teaser. It's not really a spoiler, guys. Um, but they have, like, a little hint about, like, a Christmas job. And, like, I kind of hope that they have another book coming out eventually that's Christmas-themed because I want oh more. Oh, my gosh. That would be so incredible. Yeah. Well, you remember at what the edition we got down? assigned? Yes, I <laughs> yeah. do. I didn't even think about it. But, like, <laughs> yes, now that you're saying that, I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Was that saying that there might be another book? <laughs> It's so sweet, though. Like, it's it's a guy and a girl. They're the main characters, and they're, like, friends, and they've worked at this pumpkin patch, like, all through high school, and this is their last night because they're both graduating, and this is the last night of the season. So it's, like, they've been together for, like, the past, like, two to four years. I don't remember how many exactly. Um, and it's, like, kind of, like, sad and, like, sentimental, and it just brings back, like, that youthful part of you that remembers, like, you know when you're like on the precipice of like change and everyone's going to like go do their own directions and yeah. And it's kind of like one of those breakups that like, you're not really upset about breaking up because like you're ready to move on, but then you're kind of like, you know, that's just like comfort and like the same thing I know, but Oh, it's so exciting. I love that book. Oh, me too. That's a good one. I'm glad you put that one down. Um, okay. My third one is the wrath and the dawn which I'd guess it's a duology, so you might as well say the second one too. Uh, but it's by Renee Audier. And it's. Yes, I've read half of this one. <laughs> because I'm a mood reader and I stop things mid halfway through. <laughs> yes. It's like a retelling of Arabian Nights. And I just remember it being like it's an enemies to lovers trope. It has. Again, I'm just, like, really into, like, the atmosphere that some of these books, like, set. And it's, you know, the main character's, like, a storyteller. And she's extremely witty and, like, is outsmarting the people around her by the use of storytelling. Fun. And also, like, she's out for revenge, which I just like. Girls with, girls with a mission. <laughs> uh, but it's one of those that I read like several years ago. Like I want to say I read it in like 2017 or 2018 and I fell in love with it. And I'm like, do I still love it it's as time much? time for a reread. Did you yes. read this? Is it? You haven't read the second one? No, I've read the second one. I've read them both. Oh, you did? Yeah. I read them back to back. They were both out. The second one is called The Rose and the Dagger. So The Wrath and the Dawn is book one and The Rose and the Dagger is book two. No, I read them both the same like back to back they were already both out but they're they're lovely okay my last one is um 
and it's a series, but I would only do the first one again. Um, and it's Serpent and Dove. Mm. Uh, it's Lou story, Lou and Reed. And I think I could read this particular book probably a dozen times and never get bored with it. I agree. I don't think I'd read um, the whole series, but I would read that one over and over again. Yeah, it's... just this first one. It's just, it's literally everything I want in a story. It's it's like a romantic comedy meets fantasy. Yeah, meets magic, meets like, <laughs> meets like real life. <laughs> I'm like, great. I'm always in the mood to read like a witchy themed story, but I often feel like wanting, like it's just, it's never the witchy book that I really wanted until that one. Yes. I'm also, I have a thing for uh, boys in stories who are like, you know, proper and put together and then they just meet the love of their life and become undone and they can't focus and they just trying to hold their lives together but meanwhile they're just like losing it because of a girl yes this is one of those uh, forced marriages <laughs> and he's uh basically a man of the cloth and she is a witch in hiding not <laughs> <laughs> She is not. She is uh, not the proper preacher's wife that he desires. <laughs> yes. The magic system in this book is really cool, too. And uh, the world is very vivid. And it's just an easy read. And I probably, I truly think I could read this book like a hundred times. And I probably wouldn't ever get bored of it. Yes. My last book is Six of Crows by Lee Bardugo. And Ooh, you're the, really trending right now. Am I? Oh, I am because it's Netflix. Netflix. Uh, well, that's kind of the reason I need to reread it. Again, this is one that I read, like, I want to say back in 2018 as well. And I, at that point, I wasn't doing as much research as I do now into the books I read because I'm also a mood reader and that, like, library hold came in. So I read it. And I was like, this is awesome. And I was talking to someone about it when I finished. And they said, did you read the Shadow and Bone books? And I was like, no. <laughs> but those are on my to be read as well. They're like, oh, you should have read those first. You messed up. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, man. Okay, well, um, they're like, before you read Crooked Kingdom, which is so Six of Crows is a duology, and it does stand on itself. Like, the story made sense to me. I enjoyed it. I loved it. Yada, yada. Um, but it's a duology, and apparently the second book is is better to enjoy if you understand what happened in Shadow and Bone. So I've been told. I don't know. So I stopped. Well, Netflix is, gonna, is telling me that. Yeah, so I stopped... After I, I was like, okay, so I'll wait until I get the Shadow of Bone. And then I just got distracted by all my other shiny books and never got to it. So my intentions are to read the Shadow and Bone series and then reread Six of Crows and then finally get to Crooked Kingdom. <laughs> Isn't there another one too? Uh, yeah, there's King of Scars. Let me look up. I might be getting that wrong. And then I think 
Something with wolves. There was a new one that just came out that I think is in this world, too, because I just remember being like, man, there's a lot of books in this world. Yeah, and they're all, like, doologies. Um, like, they can all be read individually. Yeah, like, I think the world, I literally think it's just the same world. I don't even think it's in, like, the same area or the same characters or anything like that. Yes. But I might be wrong. Yes. Okay, so let's see. I got to pull it up. So you have... Um, King of Scars, I was right. And then the one, this one just came out in March. Rule, rule of Wolves. Rule, like R-U-L-E. Yeah. Of Wolves. And it's a duology. Yeah, so I think the order, I could be wrong, but I think the order, you're, like, that they were published was the Shadow and Trilogy, so there's three, and then Six of Crows duology, and then the King of Scars duology. Well, there you have it, people. Yeah. If you needed to know, <laughs> if you were, <laughs> if you're as confused as I was before, I got so. Anyways, I want to reread that book in the proper order to get the full experience. <laughs> yeah, I know. Every time I pass Six of Crows, like on the shelf or anything, I'm always like, God, that book looks so good. Just the cover, everything looks so good about it. And then every time I'm like, Don't read it, Katie. You haven't read Shadow of Bone yet. Don't read it yet. Don't read it yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Okay, guys, that was our list of books we'd like to read again. Uh, we will see y'all later. Bye.